0: Welcome back, guys. You're listening to the Weekend Recap on 102.1 The Outlaw. I'm your host, Blake, a.k.a. Balake, and we've got Yusuf, the Guru Khan, and the man, the myth, the legend, Christopher Crouch, on the mic with us today. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing?
1: Pretty good. Pretty good about yourselves.
0: <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm feeling good. Uh, it's, uh, I know Yusuf was at a couple of these, uh, went to a game the other day, and uh, not sure how he's feeling about that one, but... Uh, he certainly, his fandom should be feeling pretty proud today.
2: Hey, guys, I'm doing good. Hope you guys are having a
0: good Labor Day and happy Labor Day to
2: everyone. Um, yeah, the USF game, you know, which we'll get into later, not so good, but at least, you know, Miami <laughs> took care of business. So we'll get into more of that later, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, like like Yusuf mentioned here, man, it, happy Labor Day to all you guys. I mean, you guys are staying up late, tuning in. So I appreciate you hanging in there with us tonight. Uh, now, here, here's the weird thing. I've been trying to catch up, you know, what the, the national media is saying about all this weekend, you know, what happened in college sports. But I guess everybody took the holiday, man. <laughs> so I do apologize if I'm working y'all too hard, but uh, I can't find a single station playing anything other than a rerun at this point. So uh, hats off to you guys for uh, burning the midnight oil with me to get some news out there. Well, we're the best, right? I mean, we are the number one uh, sports radio show here in Central Florida, so we'll we'll gladly wear that cap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so before we get started, I do need to mention a couple of our sponsors here. Uh, We do have the Great American Florida Gun Show. They've got a gun show this weekend. That's going to be over in Haines City. Uh, that's going to be this Saturday and Sunday, so make sure if you guys are in the market for some guns, some knives, ammunition, concealed carry classes, uh, or anything else related to that, these guys are going to have it all. I mean, like I said, I've seen a 9mm a nine mil- nine scaled Gatling gun, and it was the most insane thing I've ever seen. So if, if you're looking for it, I'm, I can promise you Max and his crew has it for you. Now, on the other side of it, our show is officially outfitted by JJ's Apparel and More. So, if you guys are looking to find some show swag, uh, hop on our Facebook page. Take a look at Chris, man. He's been modeling for us. I mean, he, he got to fill in a little cute the other day, and... uh I don't know if it was the bourbon or, <laughs> or the uh, or the weather up there in Tennessee, but he was tracking a few poses for us. And uh, But how about to take a look at it, see if that's something that you guys want to get into. Also, if you're looking to uh, find some apparel for yourself or for your teams, just go ahead and check out uh, JJ's Apparel and More and get y'all swag on, man. Um, let me kick this thing off with some high school sports real quick. These guys have been putting in some work this year, and uh, – I've been tagging around a few teams, but uh, we're trying to get a whole lot of involvement with Hardy, Highlands, DeSoto, and Polk Counties as far as their their high school football programs to, to, to give these kids a little bit more exposure. So uh, with, with that being said, they also need some referees. <laughs> so if, if this is something that you've thought about doing, there is an actual referee shortage out here in Polk County. Uh, these boys have to split up their football games between a Thursday and a Friday night. That way we have enough reps to go around. So if this is something you guys have been trying to get yourselves into, the time is now. <laughs> There's certainly some openings there. But uh, let's jump into a couple of these scores real quick. Uh, like I mentioned, we had some Thursday night games. We had Fort Meade taking on Ackland's Angels Christian Academy. Uh, Fort Meade takes it 21-8. to and, and this game here, George Jenkins versus mulberry this thing was a messy sloppy rainy just slugfest in the trenches man uh i'm sitting here that last week we talked about this game a little bit there was a little bit of social media buzz starting to, to happen with this team so we we kind of had to put out a little little please stop saying those type things on social media so they wouldn't cancel this game so I thought there was a little bit of buzz going on with this one and uh they certainly played like they did not like each other, man. Uh, they they were hitting hard. I mean, I mean, you want to just talk about thuds? I mean, these weren't pads popping; these were, uh, type hits. <laughs> you know, uh, I talk about this uh, this kid Tay Burgess all the time. He, he used to play for George Jenkins, and one of the first carries he gets of the game, he just buzzed through the line, and he just. He drops his shoulder. This kid doesn't even wave for contact, and you just watch him fold over their linebacker like he was a cornerback. Man, it was, it was an impressive sight to see. But kind of like with all the games on Thursday, Friday, and even into, uh, <laughs> into Saturday, there was a lot of rain. There was a lot of lightning, and it's uh, there was some some delayed games, some postponed games. So those of you that are tuning in from the Hardy Wildcat games, welcome. It's uh, glad to have you on board with us tonight. But uh, on that end, man, it was – the weather definitely played a huge factor in the way that one worked out. It's uh, George Jenkins. I watched these guys put the ball on the ground six times. I, I watched Mulberry put the ball on the ground seven times. But uh, we, we know how bounce, footballs bounce. Normally in one direction and not the way you want. <laughs> so George Jenkins was able to fall on a lot of these fumbles, and that was a huge difference in the game there. I mean, it's – uh. If they would have bounced the other way, it certainly would have been different. But, uh, you know, hats off to George Jenkins. They go into a hostile environment out there in Mulberry and take it 34-14. to 14. Uh, This takes us to our Friday games. Avon Park. These guys are a monster this year. Uh, they, they put up in two games 100 points. So uh, I feel sorry for JCP, uh, but Avon Park, they put it up 50 to nothing on them. Uh, Bartow in the Kathleen game, that was postponed to today. We unfortunately didn't get the updates on the scores there. So uh, check our Facebook page. We'll get that updated for you. Uh, We had Mariner in DeSoto County. Mariner wins 10, DeSoto County 7. Uh, Point Siena, another game, another blowout here. These guys put up 50 points on Discovery's zero. I mean, it's sorry, Dora, we didn't explore any points that night. Uh, we have American Heritage, they go 42, Lake Gibson, 14, Windermere Prep, 35, Lake Placid, 19, Winter Haven, 29, Lake Region, zero, Sebring, 20, Clouiston, 10. So, with that being said, man, that was, uh, we got something to crown this week, uh, Avon Park last year, or not last year, uh, last week won the uh, the beatdown of the week. So we got to crown somebody else this week, but that one's kind of kind of hard to do. We got Avon Park going fifty to nothing, and we got Point Sienna going fifty to nothing. So I mean, I, I think I'm stuck here. I, I think we're going to crown a a, a co beatdown champ of the week. So uh, hats off to Avon Park for maintaining. This level of play, but uh, welcome to the winner's circle, points again. And my goodness, that was an absolute performance by you guys. Now, make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, uh, the weekend recap. We're going to have all the matchups coming up this week for all your local high school games your, your DeSoto, your Polk County, your Hardys, and your Highland Counties. Uh, make sure to tune in and uh, figure out where they're going to be this Friday, and, or this Thursday and Friday, I should say, which kind of takes me to Thursday night again. We had some college football action with the UCF Golden Knights, and they were taking on SC State. And uh I'm not a not real big onto who this team is at this point in my fandom, but they they've caught my attention over the last few years being down here in Florida because they get a lot of talk, and they're in the process of moving up a uh, a conference here. So I mean, these guys are. Putting up some impressive numbers. I mean, again, the UCF Golden Knights, they had uh, SC State in, and they they put up 56 freaking points on these guys. I mean, (laughs) whoo. I mean, I'm not too familiar who SC State is, but uh, how are you feeling about this, Yusuf? You think these guys are going to be serious when they move up, or are we about to find out they aren't ready? But uh, looking at this, my goodness.
2: Yeah, I mean, they, they've they been playing well for the last few years. So, you know, I definitely, you know, think with the Big 12, with Oklahoma and Texas leaving, you know, some of the big boys, they can probably compete in the uh, Big 12. Um, you know, they get good recruiting. They have good coaches. I don't know if they'll, you know, win a conference or anything. But, you know, everything is still shaking out. You know, we'll probably touch on this too. You know, college football playoffs are expanding to 12 teams. Oh, so. that what does the TV money mean? You know, these conferences are real fluid right now. So they could practically be in that conference for a year or two and then something else happens. So, I mean, yeah, it's a good move for them for now, but they got to even think about, you know, further down the line.
0: See, you, you mentioned the NIO and trying to yeah, everything's everything still fluid. Like nobody's got anybody to ask questions to, you know, hey, what's next? Well, I don't know. I haven't seen this before. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a new territory for everybody. Totally in the dark right now. And you know, this might
2: cause like some of these super conferences like the Big Twelve and the SEC already have. They might branch off and just make their own league for football.
0: Oh, I know. It's hey look them, they have yeah. already dipped into their own networks. So I mean it's not yep. that they're unfamiliar with how these T V contracts are played out anymore. So uh yeah, the the writing I think's been on the wall here for this one. But uh I could tell you what wasn't written on the wall and that was S E State's Stat lines. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I try to put these stats together for us to go over in the uh, for the show for you guys. And, you know, I, I'm going through the Golden Knights uh, overall team performance here. You know, we're looking at 600 total yards, 308 passing yards, 292 rushing yards, 29 first downs. They went 9 for 15 on third down, 1 for 1 on fourth downs, and they had a 1 for 1 turnover ratio. So... We we look over here at SC State. <laughs> they got so I, I thought this might might have been the rushing total. But ninety-one total yards. <laughs> Fifty-six passing yards, thirty-five rushing yards, nine first downs, two for sixteen on third down, and they got two for four on fourth downs. So uh it was definitely an offensive and defensive heavy game there for the UCF Knights, man. It's it's uh, They probably left there feeling pretty good about themselves.
2: Yeah, I would definitely say so. It's always good to have a nice, you know, easy win for the first game instead of, you know, we'll talk about the Florida and uh, <laughs> FSU games coming down to the wire. So oh, God. Look. I take those uh, scrimmage games instead.
0: Look, I-, I posted on social media about the show coming up, right? And I said, you know, some of these games came down to the final play, and then then some of these games came off the top rope with the the people's elbow, man. So it's uh there was definitely two ways to view this weekend: either you was feeling really really good, or you was feeling really really good, unless you was the you know USF Bulls. I mean, no no hard feelings to your alumni, but oosh. I, I blame it on the delay. I'll blame that on the delay. There, we'll uh, let's jump back real quick to some stats out here. On, uh, for the Golden Knights, you know. We we had John Plum, Plum ooh, I can't say his name, but that's all folks. John Plumley. He goes 20 for 31, 308 yards, four touchdowns, 15 carries for 86 yards and another rushing touchdown. I mean, this dude He went off. I mean, this is almost like EA Sports NCAA 23, you know? (laughs) So this dude put up some numbers here. it, It looked pretty good. I mean, they got Isaiah Bowser. I mean, if this dude doesn't come out to some Mario theme song the next game, they're definitely not doing him any justice. But he had 23 carries for 83 yards, two touchdowns, three reception, and 26 more yards through the air. So, I mean, they had a pretty decent game, you know, uh, Javon Baker. He gets five touches, 84 yards, a touchdown, Kenmore Gamble, three receptions, 82 yards, and another touchdown. So, if you're the University of Central Florida, I mean, I'm not feeling bad about Saturday or about Thursday night, uh, but... This coming game <laughs> is going to be a pretty good uh, measuring stick for them, kind of like uh, one of the games we'll talk about later. But they'll be uh, hosting Louisville. And for those of you that have never been close to Kentucky, it's not Louisville. You're going to make them mad up there. It's Louisville. <laughs> make, make sure you understand it. <laughs> but uh, they're going to be coming down here, and it's uh, the weather ain't going to be the same. I mean, you might as well be Cincinnati. when you're up there in louisville so uh it's going to be an interesting one to see how how do you think that one's going to play out i think louisville
2: just got beat the other day pretty easily by syracuse like 31 to 7 so they're not looking too hard right now i know they have a good quarterback malik cunningham um so maybe they can bounce back but you know um we'll see what happens but i would say ucf ones at this point
0: okay okay yeah that's i guess you get a valid point there i haven't quite seen uh how louisville has been doing but uh hey i know uh who was doing good on thursday night also and that was uh my very own tennessee volunteers i mean it's, uh <laughs> i swear to god i try to find the uh the rocky top <laughs> song to be blessed right now but I, I unfortunately couldn't find that bad boy but uh man i I tell you what I mean, I know it's a, a nobody's cool it's it's i mean no hard feelings, blank bishop, I love you, but uh ball state man it's uh we we put a whooping on him and had me feeling real good now are we are we thinking
2: Tennessee's in the college football playoffs now?
1: No, oh yes God, they're no. gonna be national champions oh yes here we go
0: <laughs> no, no i ain't saying that i just look i was nervous going into that game i mean I, i'm a tennessee fan i know how this works <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, look i think i was calling the loss last week <laughs> but, uh, no man it's uh what what heifel's doing there but as far as the offense goes i, I like what i see i mean this dude's putting up a lot of points and a lot lot of yards with these guys but uh we turn around and look at that defense we're we're playing ball state man what did you do you didn't sack us there was not a single sack on the stat line i mean i appreciate the turnover ratio you know we got three turnovers to their one but uh no this you're gonna be playing the sec man (laughs) if you can't get pressure on that quarterback you better be able to put up a hundred points a game because it is going to be (laughs) ugly so, uh, hopefully they can get that figured out <laughs> or just play good enough to where we can hold people to 10 points. Maybe, maybe that's the, uh, I'm not seeing what, uh, I wasn't seeing out there, but, uh, yeah, no, but I felt good about it. I, I really did. You know, I didn't, you know, it's hard to get on the train, man. <laughs> we've been hearing break by break. We, we've we been hearing, uh champions alive yes. you know and i I can't even remember half the stuff Dooley said <laughs> so it's, uh, it, it's hard to get on this train but uh, it felt good you know it's uh i've certainly had opening weeks where i felt horrible <laughs> it's like well season's done i'm not watching <laughs> <laughs> but uh again the the balls man they, they put up 59 points the ball states 10 i mean let, let's talk about how the team did real quick uh looking at their total yards with the balls here they go up 569 total yards 351 passing yards, 219 rushing yards, 32 first downs. I'm not too thrilled about this next stat line here. Five for 13 on third downs. And I'm glad we we got them, but we were three for three on fourth downs. so That means we we needed them too many times. But, uh, uh, and again, the turnover ratio, we had three to their one. Uh, Whereas we look over here at Ball State, you know, their total yards was 343, uh, 269 through the air, 74 yards rushing. So we held them under 100 yards rushing. That feels good. But again, it's Ball State. Um, they only had 17 first downs. Uh, they kind of outdid us at 5 for 14 on third downs, and uh, they were 0 for 2 on fourth down. Now, Hendon Hooker looked really good. I mean, this dude, he was 8 for 25, 221 yards, two touchdowns, five carries, 12 yards, and two more rushing touchdowns. So its I'm not seeing that he's having to run around the field to make this stuff happen. And he's at, certainly picking the the right opportunities to, to run this thing in. So uh, I can't be too mad about what he's doing. But you look at the rest of the stat lines, man, nothing really stood out a whole lot on this one. I mean, you got... Jalen Wright, 13 carries, 88 yards, a touchdown. Jabari Smalls, 13 carries, 63 yards, a touchdown. Uh, But you just don't really see anybody stand out. I mean, you had Jimmy Holiday, uh, four receptions, 62 yards, a touchdown, a return. I mean, 16 yards. I mean, that's nothing for me to really get excited about. So I get that Vols fans are through the roof and ecstatic about this win, kind of like I am, you know, fool's gold maybe. But... Uh, These numbers are against Ball State. (laughs) I wouldn't be mad if this was this year's Kentucky team that we looked this great against. (laughs) But uh, at least we was able to keep the score down. I mean, I guess that's a win there. I mean, moral victories. Ain't ain't that what we're about up here? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna let
1: a little bit of the soapbox out. Now this has nothing to do. I know, I know. I went off on Friday. I seriously I turned my radio off and I drove home for work with nothing on. But okay, Hooker is a good quarterback. He has a cannon of arm. However, did you see how many passes that he had that all it needed was a slight touch. He has no touch. He only has a fastball. And he had a wide open, he had a wide open dude in the end zone and he threw it so hard it hit off the boots' face mask. He, <laughs> he, he, yes, he, he's very talented and he can make plays with his legs and things like that. But until he's able to develop the soft, you know, this little past you only need to just lob it over the line. And, and it that's all you need instead of throwing a fastball. He's he's going to have problems. I mean, and this is the same Tennessee, you know, defense that they kind of had last year where they can't stop nobody. I mean, if you if you go into a game and you're able to stop Tennessee twice, on either one of in two possessions, doesn't have to be back to back or whatever, you're going to beat them because you're going to be able to score on almost every other possession that you have. And they're going to do it too. Their offense is 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 extremely good. I mean, they have the up tempo stuff and, and it's hard to to plan for but you, you've got to be able to stop them. i mean you're going to get into these games to where and that was where they was having a problem last year they get into these games to where they were try to you know turn out into a shootout and they weren't able to to
0: find they enough would get talent around to do it. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean that they would end up getting stopped twice and that was their downfall because they couldn't stop anybody. I mean, you know, that's that's, yeah, it was. I, I, seriously, I had to turn it off because all the Tennessee <laughs> fans and everything else. It was, oh, we're all we're we're going ten and two. We're going to win. We're going to challenge Georgia for the East and this, that, and the other. And hey, <laughs> I have always said it's good for the SEC when Tennessee is good when it's more than just one team coming out of the East and one team coming out of the West. I've I've always thought that. But I mean, my goodness, dude!
0: See, see, this is what happens when a a Vandy fan gets a winning streak. (laughs) No, 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 no. no, no. No, But
1: uh, no, look, it's just, it's, it's like I told you, it's like I told you Friday. Hey, we won four games. I'm perfectly happy. We ain't even <laughs> gotta have a winning season. But I mean, it's just it's all the time and okay, okay, good job. You you beat ball state. Now now hey, let's see what you do against Pitt next week. Let, when, yeah,
0: let them ride this moral victory, it, Yeah. Ooh, they are on the road to number seventeen, Pittsburgh. Woohoo! And, Pitt, <laughs> and Pitt's defense look oh, good. Oh my goodness. So it's uh this ain't ball state. <laughs> this ain't ball state at all. Is, ooh. <laughs> it <was suck> again. <laughs> so, uh, oh man, but yeah, no, they're gonna be back in action against Pittsburgh this Saturday at three thirty, so uh, I look. I look forward to it, you know. You know, I'm, I'm going to go in there feeling arrogant. We're we're about to hit a winning streak here, and hopefully, it's not just one. <laughs> so, <laughs> which which kind of takes me over to uh, down here to South Beach, man. It's uh, I, I think Yusuf is feeling good on this one. It's uh, I mean, I mean, how can this not have you feeling good, especially? South Beach, bringing heat. Especially the beatdown that they put on Bethune Cookman, man. It's uh, if you didn't put up seventy points, I think the world was going to question how legitimate and serious this team was.
2: Yeah, they had to bring that, you know, Will Smith vibe, the
0: the Will Smith slap before, oh, before, <laughs> after Jada. <laughs> because I haven't seen a Bad Boys three come out. <laughs> But well,
2: yeah, you know, Miami played to the script. They played a pretty vanilla game plan. You know, uh, they had some decent stats and stuff. Um, you know, the offense played good passing, you know, uh, QB Van Dyke was on point. He only had three incompletions. Um, and then, you know, like what, uh, Chris was mentioning about hooker, you know, he doesn't have that touch. So you should check out one of the touchdowns, uh, Van Dyke threw, you know, <laughs> beautiful touch pass, you know, so he has the cannon, but he also has the touch. That's why, you know, he's being talked about as a potential first-round pick. So, I mean, it's kind stuff, of like man.
0: Happy Gibble, man, just, just tapping in.
2: <laughs> and then, yeah, the, the only thing I would say is a little concerning is the defense gave up a few big plays to a lesser team. But You know, when they start getting into this meet of this, you know, ACC or they play on the road at A&M or they play at Clemson, you know, that's a little bit concerning if th- that kind of team is doing it to you. But you know that's the good thing about playing someone like this too in week one, maybe work out the kinks. Some freshmen or some newer guys are getting the first start. You know, there's communication problems. So that's the good thing about playing a team like this, and you're just getting an easy win. They move on to Southern Miss next week. That should be another win, and then the big game uh, in two weeks is uh, at Texas A&M. So the- yeah, that's we'll really gonna be a
0: good up. measuring stick at this point. You know, you, yeah. you got two little little warm-up scrimmages (laughs) we should call them but uh as long as they keep rolling into with with the same intensity you know that that's kind of what i'm looking for i mean these guys uh, you you were being modest they they put up some pretty good numbers you know i mean they put up 605 total yards 300 of those was through the air 305 yards rushing so i mean this was about as balanced as you could get (laughs) you know these dudes had 31 first downs they were 7 for 7 on third down. And they won the turnover ratio. You know, they had three turnovers to the... They got three turnovers to their one. So, I mean... It felt Great. good, <laughs> and certainly the uh, the video we put out. Uh, I think Miami in general is feeling really good about what's going on down there, except for the Marlins, which we we won't touch on those anytime soon. But uh, no, when it comes to the Miami Hurricanes and the the Miami Dolphins, man, we we see these guys that, that that y'all are all over these posts. These guys are tuning in, they're checking everything out. So we really appreciate our Miami market down there. So, uh, uh y'all. Y'all have a, a star in the making here with, with this this Tyler Van Dyke kid. You know he he didn't have to do a whole lot in that game. The rushing game was what it was, but he was thirteen for sixteen, a hundred ninety three yards and two touchdowns. I mean, that's about as efficient as you can get. I mean, it wasn't a thirty a twenty to thirty passing game, but. Uh, he didn't need to. <laughs> and then the, you got, let's see, we got Thaddeus Franklin. You know, he's got nine carries, 78 yards, two touchdowns. Xavier Restrepo. I mean, it's, I don't even know if I'd line, line up against a dude with the last name Restrepo. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. <laughs> but he, he had five receptions for 100 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, they were certainly giving them some distance. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Mario Cristobal definitely wants to run the ball, so I think they had a 100-yard rusher, too. Henry Parrish went over 103 touchdowns, so they're going to establish the
0: run, and they're going to, you know... Oh, yeah. completely numbers. missed Henry Parrish there. Yeah, 14 carries, 108, three touchdowns, and he had three touches for 25 yards. I mean, workhorse. <laughs> three touchdowns that, of the game there, man. It was absolutely insane.
2: Yeah, Van Dyke only played till like, you know, the third quarter, and, you know, obviously they didn't need to really pass a lot, so, you know... With some of these ACC games, I'm expecting some uh, big games out of them. But,
0: you know, overall, good,
2: good first game, get it out of the way, you know, pretty injury-free, and must move on to week two.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the big thing. I mean, you saw that in one of these uh, later games we we're going to talk about with LSU, but they had two big names just drop almost immediately in that game, and one of them was just celebrating. You know, you get up like that, yeah, go ahead, get some reps in. <laughs> get some reps in. <laughs> let, let the other guys get in there. Now uh, we're, we're kind of up against the break, uh, but before we go, I, I kind of want to uh, talk a little bit more about these uh, these t-shirts that Chris has been running around in. Man, it's uh, make sure you guys hop on Facebook. You know, it's the weekend recap swag. You know, we, we, a little bit of show branding there for you guys, and in, in case people want to know what the uh, the hottest sports show in Central Florida is, it's, uh, we got a nice little QR code there on the back for you to scan for everybody to to, to tune in. So uh, find us on Facebook. Uh, just search out the weekend recap, but. Before we bounce out to the break, I do want to give a shout-out to our sponsors again. Uh, check in with uh, JJ's Apparel and more if you guys have a sports team that you're trying to uh, to get some T-shirts and stuff for. Uh, they, they can certainly hook you up there. Uh, we also got the Gun Show coming up here in Haines City with the Great American Florida Gun Show. So make sure you check them out this weekend. Uh, but we'll be right back after these messages.
1: looking for a fun weekend of buy sell trade guns knives ammunition and much more
0: or maybe you're looking for a concealed carry class then go to great american florida promotions.com where you'll find the great american florida gun show dates and location for 2022 are up now shows coming to lakeland port st lucie la belle city and many more don't forget it's great american florida promotions.com or call 772-577-9647 for more information on dates and locations it's, real, it's country.
1: real country. I love your
0: station. I listen to it every day. The Outlaw 102.1. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This is Blake again here with the Weekend Recap. And uh, we got some more college football to get off into. You know, Before the break, we, we, we were talking about uh, UCF, the Tennessee Vols, and uh, Miami, their performances over the weekend. But uh, – Kind of with the same storyline that we have with a lot of these high school games, we we had another weather delay over here in the uh, over in Tampa Bay this weekend. And I think our very own Yusuf to Khan was in attendance at this game.
2: Yeah, I wish they had just canceled the game at the,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the first quarter. <laughs> Tell yeah. me how you feel about it.
2: <laughs> BYU first play from scrimmage, you know, they, they take an 80-yard reverse run. And it's, you know, before you know it, it's 28 to zip uh, in the first quarter, you know, with some other offensive scores and a pick six and... You know, you to fight. suck
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how long yeah, did they? What, what time did that game actually kick off? Look, like, I tried to tune in over on uh, ESPN, like I said, it was on. I was like, oh cool, I'm actually going to get to watch the uh, the Bulls play this year. And then there was some documentary. I was like, oh, why do they always lie to me? But uh, <laughs> what, what time did that game actually start?
2: Uh, it was delayed by two and a half hours, so it was supposed to start by four, and it didn't start till like six thirty
0: look i had pushed record (laughs) on all these games and i flip over (laughs) to the recordings just so i could catch the opening kickoff and everything i'm like what is this and i flip over to to, what was it espnu at that point and it was it certainly was not what was on the thing i was sitting there yelling i was like this is why we talk about these teams they're always lying on something (laughs) on all the big networks (laughs) but uh no man, I think uh, I was talking a little bit more crap than the the bulls were ready to cash on that one. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was not a top twenty five team getting knocked off this week. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: and you can tell you know just by the preparation and the way BYU plays, you know they're well coached, well prepared. They are running tempo offense. USF can't even get honestly, you know, set in formation, and there was a lot of plays where you know the defensive line didn't have their hand on the ground, so. You know what do you expect but a 15 yard run when you know there's wide open lanes and stuff. So you know, got to give your hats off to BYU. You know they're a good program. They're moving on to the Big 12 as well. And USF is still trying to regroup. I think they have some solid players, but I don't know. There's some disconnect. You know the team doesn't rally behind anyone. They got a new QB that I was excited about for Baylor that had 10 wins last year with Baylor, but he sort of got demoted and then hit the transfer portal, but. I think it's, you know, just beyond one QB, one decent QB coming in. They're throwing swing passes, you know, all game. Why don't you throw it down the field? That was the actual pick six was a swing pass that just got picked off easily. So, you know, take some chances. If it gets turned over, at least it's down the field. It's not (laughs) running back. (laughs) (laughs) Look,
0: they should have tried to get it in this kid Jimmy Horn's hands a little bit more. You know, he's the one that had the 89-yard return for the touchdown. So it's yeah. uh it, maybe they need to look at some designed plays where hey let's do a jet sweep or hey let, let's catch them across the middle you know do a bubble screen do something cuz it's uh it, to be able to return a touchdown in today's football you you got to be quick man and if you can do that at least against a ranked team like BYU is it's impressive <laughs> so at least get the kids some some opportunities there but no it's uh uh, I, I saw the pictures of you there at the game. I was like, oh, this dude's so lucky. And then I saw the score. I was like, oh, well, he probably was not happy.
2: Finally, <laughs> well, I guess I got to see a good team at the end of the day. <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> you, know,
2: you know, the the sad part is, you know who they're playing next year at home early in the season?
0: I oh, don't know. Who's that? Alabama. Oh. Ooh. See, Ooh. <laughs> Look, why they I'll wait like five years to come down there after y'all called them out <laughs> for the national <laughs> championship win. Hey, what are you doing, Nick? I mean, come on, this ain't the same team. What are you doing? <laughs> so I'll probably
2: check it out to see like a championship caliber team, but we don't want to be USS. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see? What happened was we we might not have <laughs> Yusuf on <home> that Monday. <laughs> we might have to find him at a bar down in Ybor City somewhere. <laughs> no, man, it's uh speaking of bars, that kind of takes me to Broadway, man. It's uh the Vanderbilt Commodores. They, they got a little bit of
1: uh no, a little bit no, of something going do on, huh? Mm. Nope, nope. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. <laughs> he said, "Don't jinx it." <laughs>
0: look, the numbers look good though. I mean, they they're there in Nashville. They're they're they've got Elon. They're they're the Phoenixes, not the the Musk's. But uh, they put up six hundred and five total yards against them. You know, three hundred passing yards, three hundred five yards rushing. So again, a very balanced uh, offense there. And then you look at the 31 first downs. Oh, I might have the wrong stats in front of me. Let's let's jump over here real quick to uh, to Elon because that one was a little little concerning. Yeah. You yeah, know, even though Vanderbilt puts up 42 points, has me feeling good about that. They also have an issue where uh, Elon puts up 31 points on them, and uh, it kind of takes me back to the Tennessee game. These are yeah. who were these schools and why are why are they so good against their defenses? <laughs> so as good as that one made me feel, which uh, you know Mike Wright put up some serious numbers. Okay, I got their numbers back in front of me here. So Vandy goes 424 total yards, 245 yards passing, passing 179 yards rushing, 17 first downs, five for 13 on third downs, 0 for one on fourth downs, and uh, looks like they got a fumble recovered there but that's really not stellar numbers against a team i had no idea who they were <laughs> you know i didn't know if this team's uh the, their mascot was the donald trump hair or or a tesla car <laughs> you know so uh man to have no. to have them put up 31 points is a little concerning on that defense here
1: no that they they got extremely lackadaisical they they let people get by them and and the defense was kind of checked out they got up They got up. I think it was twenty-one to twenty-one to nothing in the first quarter, and I, you know, they kind of took their foot off the brake. Which, you know, I'm screaming at my phone watching this, and 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 watching another game, and I'm screaming out of my phone, you're not good enough to take your foot off the pedal for anybody. I mean, don't sit Dang. there and get the big head. You, you, you have beat Hawaii, and you're, you, beat, uh, you're, you are in the process of beating Elon, and those two teams mean absolutely nothing. So you do not have,
0: what, what if their mama was listening? <laughs> do not get the big head and think
1: that, and think that you can just, you know, take your phone off the gas. And, you know, Mike, Mike Wright again had, had an amazing game and he, he, he's, he's turned out to be a really good quarterback. He was, you know, he's, developed over this over the offseason he's you know not only can do it with his arm he can he can get out of the pocket
0: and he's over me. i mean it, you, know? you, you hit it on the head there with mike Wright. it's uh his percentage Completion rate wasn't the greatest. I mean, he went 18 for 29, but he put up 245 yards with four passing touchdowns. He carried the ball 11 times for 84 yards and two more rushing touchdowns. So the dude counted for six of the scores. (laughs) Oh, and he's certainly impressive.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. And and that actually set a um, Vanderbilt school record for the most touchdowns and that uh, that, um, one person has accounted for. But uh, right now, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm glad to see them doing good. I'm glad to have, for them to actually beat a team that they're supposed to beat. You know, as Vanderbilt fans, we never take anything for granted because, I mean, yeah, we're supposed to beat you by 40, but yet we can certainly turn around and lose, but. Uh, they, I think at the beginning of the year, they're going to be okay, you know, towards the end of the year, towards the end of the season and towards the middle, it's going to worry me, especially if they have a bunch of injuries go down because their offensive line, especially with, you know, Steen, he took in, he left from Vandy and he transferred over to Alabama and that, that hurts. And, you know, they don't have a lot of, they don't have a lot of depth. So well, as long as like they, they stay healthy.
0: Looks like Uh they get a good little one-two punch here. You know, you got Mike Wright. You know, he's still able to scramble for 84 yards and two scores. But you got Raymond Davis. I mean, this dude had 20 carries, 95 yards, three receptions, 17 yards, and a receiving touchdown. So, I mean, it's it's nice to be able to see this running back and come out of the backfield. But he's also putting up some pretty good yardage himself, 95 yards rushing. And then you got Jaden McGowan. I mean, this dude only touched the ball four times, but he goes for 118 yards. And, you know, he's there on the scoreboard. He gets he gets himself a touchdown. But, like last week, Will Shepard, this dude tends to be the uh, the go-to guy for him. This dude, he touched the ball six times for 58 yards, but two receiving touchdowns. So, I mean, he's getting open in the right spots. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, yeah. I, 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 yes. it's refreshing to see this team, you know, kind of rolling in the way they are because they they are certainly coming in hot next week <laughs> yes yeah. so yes and, and thank god for them they're going to be in nashville because well it might not feel like a home game but uh wake forest is going to be in town and that they are currently ranked number 22 so uh yeah i'm kind of curious to see what the the fan turnout's going to be there you know you got this two-game win streak and you got a, a top 25 ranked team sitting here in nashville i mean it's uh
1: well, luckily for us, Wake Forest has the same colors as we do. So I mean, you wouldn't be, you, you won't be able to tell too much.
0: <laughs> we're going to have a, a white and gold out.
1: <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, next week would definitely be a true test for them to see, you know, uh, how good they are. I, I do, I do think Clark Lee is doing a good job. I mean, you know, he's he's inherited what he's inherited, and you know, it it takes a lot to try to change anything from there. And you know, I mean, just look at look at the team to the east with with Tennessee. I mean, look at what hypos
0: had to clean up over there. Oh my and, goodness! And you know, it, 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 it it's going
1: to take time, but
0: but I, I I can tell you who did pass the test this weekend. That was old Billy Napier down here in Florida, down here in Gainesville, man. It's, uh, whoo, you want to talk about coming out hot. You got number seven Utah. And I had to Google what a Ute was. <laughs> and <laughs> I have no idea still. It was very vague. But, uh, Utah was in town. And they were talking a little trash before the game, saying, you know, that these guys aren't even on their radar. And I, I think. They got caught with their feet in the mud in the swamp in this one, man. It's uh, That was certainly a game to see, and it came down to the final play. I mean, it's I, I grew up a ball fan, and my dad's probably going to fall over dead. But when he jumped across and got that interception, I found myself, like, fist bumping in the air and just <laughs> freaking out in the, the living room, trying not to wake my kids up, giving it the old silent scream, like, ah, <sighs> you know, whatever you do on that end. But uh, that was a pretty intense game, man. That was a fun one to watch.
1: But. Yeah, most most definitely. I was I was proud to see the you know, I was proud to see the Gators come out and play that the way they did. You know that not. A, I think everybody was kind of wondering what they were going to look like, and and they showed true determination and and they never gave up. And I mean that interception at the end, it, it was it was you know like you said, I was over there watching it with my dad and watching the Vandy game at the same time, and. As soon as he picked that pass off in the end zone, we both stood up off the couch and we were <laughs> hollering and everything else. And he's he's a huge Alabama fan, so for him to actually do that was something. But, I mean, it was... it was That's just how the quiet. game made you
0: feel, man. That, that, was, a, that was a great way to, to really cap off the night there. I mean, it's... Look, I mean, this is about as even of a game as you can get. I mean, the final score was Gators 29 and Utah 26. But... Let's talk to Gators' numbers here. You know, they go 451 total yards. Utah goes 446 total yards. The Gators, 168 yards passing. Utah, 216 yards passing. Gators go for 283 yards rushing. Utah goes for 230. The Gators have 23 first downs. Utah has 25. The Gators are 7 for 12 on third downs. Utah is 8-for-13, and I, I think this is the one that kind of separated the point spread there. The Gators were 2-for-2 two two on fourth downs, and Utah was 0-for-1. I mean, it's, uh, this thing came down to the wire, man. And and when I say seconds, I mean seconds. <laughs> Last possession. Oh, no. Well, oh, I don't have it ready. But, uh, you, you know the saying, man. Oh, no!
2: We suck again!
0: <laughs> but... <laughs> It, it was a you go
2: know, ahead. Florida the the in plays, you know, they had a goal line stop. I think they made it, that was the fourth down. You know, the QB Richardson really came up big, and you know, his real first start. You know, oh, he man, can rush he the dominated. ball. I think he had touchdowns yeah. over 100 yards. Passing, he still got to work a little on, but you know, that was a tough team they were playing. So he came up big on some plays. I know he got a fourth down big run and a two point conversion pass that you know he just came out of nowhere. I you know, just found uh, kind a of wide open guy, so he looks like a star in the make.
0: Look, stuff, I, I know Gator fans aren't mad about this guy, like like you mentioned, he goes seventeen for twenty four or seventeen for twenty four yards or seventeen for twenty four passing, one hundred sixty eight yards. He carries the ball eleven times for one hundred and six yards and three rushing touchdowns. I mean, th- this dude is a stud. <laughs> like you said, if he could get the the passing game down a little bit more you got another Cam newton in your backfield right here i mean this dude is big and he is fast oh my goodness he's fast but it, it was a lot of fun to see it's uh his other go-to was uh montrell johnson i mean he had 12 carries uh 75 yards and a touchdown so i mean these two barreling down at you <laughs> i mean it was it was certainly the difference in the game uh, they just wore these guys out down there at the end and it, I can't even really say they wore them out. It, it literally just came down to the defense finally making a stand. You know, you, you had Gator Nation just losing their mind last night. All oh, the defense, the defense. I mean, it, it, this ain't like Tennessee playing Ball State or or Vandy playing Elon. You're playing the number seven team in the nation. <laughs> so I mean, I, I could take this point spread. You know, they're going to move the ball. They're going to score on you. They're they're ranked for a reason, but. uh to see him come up big there at the end, you know, my my biggest thing back to all of that was they made the play when they needed it, and, and that yep. was the difference in the game. I mean, it just the internet was burning down last night. I mean, I, I could hear Gator chomps all across <laughs> Polk <laughs> County last night, and that were not last night, but on Saturday they were certainly feeling good. But uh, speaking of last night, it, it's unless you're a USF alumni. It was a great weekend in Florida to be a, a a Florida teams fan. And uh and one of those teams was our, our Florida Sivinoles. They uh, they were in action against a uh, a perennial powerhouse for the SEC. We're not even talking, you know, Sunbelt or any of these other lower level teams that uh, most of these cupcakes get, get teed off with, but uh we're talking LSU. <laughs> we're we're talking Brian Kelly. You know, the the originator of the hurry-up offense, you know, Bill Belichick calls him for advice (laughs) to give you an idea where this dude has fit in into to to football lore over the years. But uh, that was another game that literally came down to the final play, and it was – I had to go back and watch it. You know, I I, I couldn't get enough of it. I mean, it it wasn't a high-scoring event, you know, LSU over Florida State going 24 over LSU 23. That's probably nothing that's going to get you overly excited. But the way it ended. I mean, every play mattered in this game and it was huge. It was absolutely huge and it was just so much fun to see.
1: Yeah, Florida State definitely came out and they they he hit, hit LSU in the mouth. I mean, you know, it, it took him a little bit for the filling out process. But, I mean, Florida State never gave up. And you know, really glad to see, you know, what was the linebacker versus or the, the safety versus. He was all over the place. And oh, yeah,
0: Jared Verse. I mean, I mean, he was a nightmare in that backfield. Yeah. Two sacks. I mean, he didn't have much on the tackle line, but he was rushing the quarterback. He was hurrying him. He was hitting him. I mean, he finally got there twice. He definitely impacted the game. I mean, it kind of took me back to the uh, old Javon Kerr's days, you know. I'm sitting here looking at Jared Verse, you know. I don't know if reincarnation's a thing. I might need to go see if anything's happened to the freak. But uh, he, it it was very reminiscent, man. It, it, he looked really good out there. I mean, he was one of my uh, performers of, of the game there in that one, uh, along with uh, Tatum Bethune. This dude had seven tackles and a sack himself. But... uh Overall, man, I, I think this Jordan Travis, he might be the real deal. I mean, this dude went 20 for 32, 260 yards, two touchdowns, eight carries, and 31 yards. And then you had Ontario Wilson, seven receptions, 102 yards, and two touchdowns himself. That's a pretty good combination. <laughs> and it's uh, it was... Pretty much the only thing they needed, other than a uh, please miss this field goal there at the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I tell you what, the Travis, you know, he 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 won me over, especially <laughs> he he took and got hit right dead in the mouth, and and still threw that ball for a touchdown, and and got right back up and oh, had a big smile on his them. face. Oh yeah, I mean he he that was you know it, it's like everybody has said if you want a video of of.
0: What, of not targeting. To do? That was,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the epitome. I mean, he launched himself crowned and he, him dead in the face mask and he still got that pass off and he just, he showed true heart and, you know, even the special teams, they, you gotta hand it to them. They, they blocked the one field goal and then they turn around and at the very end, when they absolutely needed in order to not go to, they come with a huge block and, you know, I was I was it I was really glad to see it from Florida State. I think this is one of those games that, you know, can even though it's the first game it can make or break your season. You can either, you know, this is a really big win for them and you know now the and
0: and yeah, see,
1: I'm i still in the wave.
0: I, I feel this was gonna be a launching point for one of those two teams. Either LSU yeah. was gonna hit the ground running after this, or it was gonna be Florida State. And this this game certainly lived up to the hype, man. Look, I, I'm sitting there starting to go cross-eyed towards the end of this thing. Yeah, and uh, I did two, two, one too many 12-ounce curls. And then I'm sitting there and focused in about the time for this extra point, And I jumped straight up. Look, I jumped so hard, I jiggled. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, this happened. (laughs) They blocked it. (laughs) I wasn't going to make overtime, man. And I I tell you what, it took me another two hours to go to bed after that. (laughs) I couldn't believe it, though. It was amazing. But uh, speaking of something I can't believe and something that's amazing, we are days from the NFL kickoff, and we are going to be featuring the Buffalo Bills. And the Los Angeles Rams on Thursday night football. Look, I'm not a big Bills fan. Really don't like the Rams. I mean, just there's nothing you're gonna do to make me like the Rams. You can move them to Nashville. I'm still gonna hate the Rams. But I'll second that. We got <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Tampa and Nashville connection strong guys. Y'all, y'all just don't know it. Y'all thank y'all for tuning in. We see ya. <laughs> but uh no, man, that's uh I'm just excited that it's back and it's not preseason. (laughs) It's better than having the Jags and the Raiders on a Thursday night (laughs) for the Hall of Fame game, you know, but uh, we got football and it's real football. And we are not pretending that preseason is something better than what it is. We've actually got games that count. And uh, again, I'm not a Buffalo Bills fan, but I've got a lot of buddies that are. So it's always fun when I see them lose, (laughs) but uh, that's, just because I don't like the Rams, I don't want to see them win either. You know, just, I, I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> now, it, it, that's Thursday, you know, but we do have a pretty good lineup this Sunday. We we got uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to be in D.C. with the, uh, the Washington Commanders. That's going to have a 1 p.m. kickoff time this Sunday. Uh, let's see here. Let's get this pulled back up. You also have New England taking the trip to Miami. And again, this is going to be a one o'clock kickoff time for those guys, and uh, I just don't know how these this Patriots team is going to deal with the 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 amount of humidity that we're currently experiencing down here. That's uh, I'm hoping for a uh, uh, is, can we consider that a twelfth man for Miami? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm hoping for for a few cramps for the other team, but. Uh, N- nothing personal. I just don't like New England. No hard feelings, Brady, but uh, I really, really hate New England. But how <laughs> do you guys feel about the uh, the early matchups? You you, you think uh, Jacksonville's going to match up pretty good against the Commanders, or do you think New England's going to come down here and mess up the, uh, the Dolphins' season to start things off?
2: You know, I'm still so, I'm so in the air about both of these games. Uh, you know, Jacksonville, you know, they could be one of the surprise teams. So, you know, they go from, you know, number one pick for the last few years to, you know, not making the playoffs, but at least improving the 6-7 wins. So this would be a big stepping stone if they can get a win in the first game against Washington. And then, you know, for the other game, uh, you know, Miami, they should be able to take care of business at home. You know, England obviously has the best coach, you know, in NFL history, but, um we'll see you know we'll see if Mac jones improves. i know he's gained some muscle and stuff i'm just still weary about you know they don't really have a lot of playmakers on offense i don't know who starts at receiver honestly so you know <laughs> and miami's got these guys you know running around like n- literally nicknamed cheetah so uh you know <laughs> miami should be able to pull out in the heat and miami you would think <laughs>
0: uh, it, it, i'm hoping i i am it's a. Uh... If there's going to be a team Jacksonville can start off and beat, it should be the Commanders. I mean, I don't even – who is their quarterback? I don't even know this at this point. I'm going to have to look into this. But I, I do think the heat and everything is going to play a factor. You know, New England's it's it's a little bit milder this time of the year. But uh, we we kind of got a, a mid-game coming up with the Titans and the Giants that day. It's, uh, it's going to be 425 local time. Uh, you're looking 325 Nashville time on this kickoff. But uh, the Giants are coming to Tennessee. And – I don't even know if they got a quarterback neither. So I'm kind of feeling good about the matchup. How about you, Chris?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I will be glad to see the starters out there and, and, you know, actually play games that matter. You know, i hopefully Henry will come back and look more like himself and, you know, from the injury and, and he's had time to heal and recuperate. Hopefully woods and uh, Westbrook, Akine can, can catch some passes and, You know, it hopefully Brewer will be able to try to help fill the hole that's you know left with the unfortunate ACL tear of Landry. I mean, it's it's really not it's it's really going to hurt us. But I think that you know we do have some of the some of the pieces that can fit in and and try to make it try to make do with the best we can. You know, it still will need Autry to be. Danico Altryy will be'll we'll need Simmons to be Simmons in order for you know everybody to help kind of take up the it's going to going be to left from Landry
0: going to definitely have to have everybody step up big on that one uh we got one more game to get to we have the uh Sunday night football game you know Tampa Bay's going to be on the road in dallas how how you feel about that one Yusuf?
2: oh well, you know it'll be a it'll be a tough test uh you know obviously the Bucks have had some injuries on offensive line it's awesome. so
0: you know
2: I think
0: oh, I think we lost Yusuf, but uh like he was saying, you know, there's a few questions on the offensive line there, so it's uh. Uh, definitely not a team I wanted to start the season off with. I mean, if it was going to be here in Tampa Bay, I would have felt better about it, but we're going to be on the road there in Dallas. So I'm curious on how all that stuff's going to play out. Now, uh, we're kind of stacked up against the clock here. So I do want to make sure we touch on a few more things. You know, we, we got the two minute drill happening, uh, You guys make sure to jump on Facebook to catch our local high school matchups. If you don't see your school, let us know. Uh, I want to make sure we cover all of them for you guys. Uh, Thursday, we we got the Bills in L.A. taking on the Rams. Friday, you got UCF hosting Louisville. On Saturday, you got Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Number 17 Pittsburgh at that. Uh, Miami will host Southern Miss. USF will host Howard. Vanderbilt will host number 22 Wake Forest. Uh, Florida Gators. They're going to have the Kentucky Wildcats, number 20 Kentucky Wildcats, so two back-to-back top 20 teams in the house here in Florida. So if you guys can't catch that game, make sure you hop on 102.1theoutlaw.com uh, and, and stream the game live or, or tune in here at 102one The Outlaw. Uh We carry all the fo- the football games there for the Florida Gators. Now Sunday you'll have uh, the Jaguars. They're going to be in Washington. Miami's going to welcome New England and uh tennessee they're going to play host to the giants and tampa bay is going to hit the road to dallas for sunday night football uh do want to give a shout out to our sponsors again we got jj's apparel and more outfitting the weekend recap and we got the great american florida gun show they have a gun show this saturday and sunday in haynes city so make sure you hop online check them out great and uh if you stop in make sure you tell them the outlaw sent you now uh I always want to give a big thanks to you guys for tuning in every week. And uh, until next time, guys, stay classy, Outlaws.